You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. You're checking us out on TV, Dish Network. Shout out to everybody out there rocking with us the entire season long. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. This is the trio. You got my son, Mike Florio, downstairs on the fourth floor. And, you know, today's is going to be a little bit of an improv-type program. So that means I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you can be calling some audibles. Hey, I guess. Oh. If you want to talk about my article from last night, I did the FASA Football Award for 2017. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that's good. Thanks a lot, Jake. We, so we do there that. Look, we'll do look that. it out for you. Hey, it's Danny. Life preservers. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, change that photo. No, nah, let me stop. <laughs> for the YouTube uh, section, uh, look, look at Jake's article and figure it out from there. <laughs> that's how we're going today because it's still the holidays. You see we got Studio 34. We took down all the Santa Claus and stuff like that because... I'm a firm believer after January 2nd, I don't want to see like the the Christmas stuff, the lights and the don't have the tree up on Martin Luther King Day. You feel what I'm saying? Because if I come to your right. crib, I'm going to talk see, about the, you. That's the cutoff for me. Martin Luther King Day? It should be January it's the 2nd. Cutoff. No, it's that weekend. That's the cutoff. You get two weeks in January. I think that's the that's the cutoff. It's Martin Luther King Day, that Monday. Wow. I, I can't go that that deep, Matt, with the tree still up. I'll be mad. No, I'm fine with it. It my tree will either be down this weekend or the following weekend, depending yeah, on what my so wife decides weekend. to do. I'm trying to think why y'all leaving the tree up, though. I mean, I like it. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> you must have one of those real ones that I tried to get. <laughs> no, no, I've never, I've never had a real tree. <laughs> I've seen people holding those things into February, the real ones. Yeah, you might as well, Yeah, because them joints be in the trash. You will walk by the trash, and there's going to be a tree out there. You'll be like, it's February. No, see, that point, Corey, you wait long enough, and then you just have to vacuum it up. Yeah, like, exactly. It's just, yeah, exactly. It's all it's going to be that's left. It's going to fall out to the floor. So, But we're not going to spend too much time on that. So I got a homie. And if y'all want to get involved, y'all can hit me up. I'll give you the information. I'm at the Fantasy Exec on Twitter. So I got a homie. I don't want to say his name because, like, he probably shouldn't be running this contest anyway. But he runs the NFL playoff contest, the one-and-done style, right? So it's like it's 50 bucks for a team, and you can get three for 125 I don't know where the other 25 goes. <laughs> I don't know why he's giving discounts. I just know it is, it's, if you win it. Yeah, is he, like, covered in the rake or something? Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't understand it either. I'm like, why are you giving the discount? Well, anyway, all I know is that if you win it, you can put, it, uh, you can put in up, each person can put up, up to three teams. So today on the program, this is one and done style, and we're going to try to do a different couple different combinations of the team. Oh, and Bill's Mafia, the homie Gabe Morency. Is that how you say it is a game? Morency or Morency, Jake? I thought it was Morency, but now you got me confused. You you go on with him a lot, Matt. Is it Morency or Morency? I think I said Morency, but I probably change it up every time. <laughs> well, he's a he's from Toronto. You know Gabe Gabe, Gabe you, you know the wild man Gabe. He's rage. a part of yeah, Rage, Red Heat and Rage, the whole thing. He's a part of Bill's Mafia. And um I had the pleasure of going and attending a New York Jets and Buffalo Bill game with the homie uh, Gabe. So 9.35 a.m. time this morning, uh, Gabe is going to join us on the show, and uh, we're going to talk a little Buffalo Bills football, get his reactions to it, and just shoot it around a little bit with Gabe. Gabe is a, is a gambling guy, too, so we'll get some numbers and stuff like that from Gabe. 
talk some NFL playoffs, look at the AFC, and fill out these playoff rosters. Fancy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fancy Football Frenzy FNTSY Radio getting ready to start breaking down this playoff one and done. You get ten, you get ten lineup, you get ten roster spots, right? And unfortunately, it includes the kick and the defense. But it's twelve playoff teams, so you got to lose, leave two teams out of the mix. I probably take the all three uh, team option, so I can put together a couple different uh, strategies of try to take this whole thing down. And I want, like, with the help of my buddies. Would, would like to um with the help of my buddies would like to um figure out exactly how um I'm going to build this roster so we're going to get into that but before we get into that I want to give a shout out to everybody that's listening to the program right now at the gym the new year new me people you know what I'm saying the guys that just be like I'm going to go to the gym in 2018 I'm going to get serious about my health and getting to the gym and stuff like that so shout out to those guys, the you, the new year, new me guys that's in the gym right now, listening to the frenzy, working out for the first time in seven years. So shout out to y'all, y'all the real MVPs. Jake, uh, Jake, do you like? I remember one time when you came up here over the summer, somebody put in the YouTube chat, Jake showing the guns. Do you uh, do you uh, uh do you frequent the gym, Jake, or it's just or it's just natural strength? <laughs> no, I have home weights. I have home weights at a home elliptical. I don't. I don't waste the twenty twenty-five minutes to go to the gym, and 20, I don't have that much time that I can't. It's not trying to be like whatever. I just don't have the yeah. time to waste an hour and travel on yeah, top yeah. of the workout time. Try and slide that all in between. So right I have th- home weights at home. Gym. Right there in the crib. Get it done right there in the crib. Mavadika, are you a gym guy? No, not really a gym guy. Yeah. If anything, it would be more. I mean, I've got have I had gym memberships before. He's a gym guy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's more like uh, would be home or you know, go. Yeah. I do have a gym in my uh, building though. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not really the gym guy either. You probably noticed that, but I'm not the new year, new me guy either. I'm kind of just like if it happens, it happens. When you wake up in the morning, Matt, the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is look at my telephone. To see what I missed while I was sleeping. Well, first thing I do is have some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I look at my telephone. And then you look at the telephone then. Jake, what about you? Do you check your telephone as soon as you wake up? Or is that just like a me thing? Mm, I check it because I have an alarm on it. But it's not like I'm not looking at it to be like, oh, what did I miss over the night? Because basically, once I go to bed, I, most people don't contact me at that point anyway. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I, I sometimes I get up and I look through and I scroll. Like the first thing I do after I hit the snooze button, I pick up the phone and I get the scrolling. So this morning I get the scrolling and I saw that Todd Haley was uh <laughs> had a fall at a bar uh, in Pittsburgh, not too far from Heinz Field. So I was like, oh, Haley was out celebrating and um he fell. And I went to read on a little bit more and somebody pushed Todd Haley. And it wasn't Anquan Bolton and Terrell Owens. It was like, I guess it was like a, a Steeler fan that was at the bar and was drinking and stuff like that and probably was talking a little trash to Todd Haley and then, um, and then um, you know, got into a little scuffle and the dude pushed Todd Haley. Now, Todd Haley will be fine. He'll be all right. But, Jake, this is why the fact that everybody in the NFL hates Todd Haley and now the fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers hate Todd Haley, this is why Todd Haley is not really being considered for no job. Am I correct? Todd Haley's a tough dude to get along with, I can imagine. Because somebody pushed him. That's why. Jake, That's ben Roethlisberger don't like him. Terrell Owens don't like him. Anquan Bolden don't like. Hall of Famers do not like Todd Haley. No, so he sounds like an ordinary guy, and that's understandable. So I can understand why people, you know, organizations don't want to bring that in, especially like that you could say why exactly why the Giants haven't asked to talk to him is because well, you got a locker room that's that kind of situation to begin with, and you're going to throw that the old gas onto the fire type yeah. of situation. So. I think that he has to find the right type of situation, and it might not be anywhere else. It might just be as a secondary coach behind somebody else who's leading the way because that's the only way you can get away with him. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I think he has to be – he can't be the guy because I think it got to be a guy to say to him, yo, chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Why are you treating him like this? Relax. Stop being so mean and angry. Excellent. Now, for what we do as fantasy owners, we love Todd Haley because Todd Haley brings the offense. You've seen some of the players that Todd Haley has worked with the season they've put up. Obviously, you see what Lev Bell, Antonio Brown, and the crew is doing now, Matt. But this guy is not head coach material because he can't get along with nobody. Yeah, I mean, like some people, as we've repeatedly said, are better coordinators yeah. than coaches. When you're a coach, you see what like Ben McAdoo. You have to be a leader of men. Yeah, you have to have people rally around you. People believe, you know, if everybody hates you, yeah, you better be damn successful. Yeah, you better be like, you know, twelve and four, fifteen and one, something like that. Because you're gonna get dissension awful quick. Let me ask you this, uh, Matt. In, in in your working days, in your in your Wall Street days and stuff like that. Were, like, did you have like dudes around you, like in the Wall Street atmosphere? Was it dudes that was like, "Oh, this guy right here is a, you know, or whatever"? I hate working with this guy. Oh, I think you have that in every field. That yeah. People, you know, don't. There's certain people they don't want to work with, and they think uh, they're, you know, whether it's obnoxious or just an a hole. Yeah. Know? What about Jake? Is anybody? Jake, is anybody? What about in? Well, Jake, you you used to work. You had the deli, right? Did you, yeah. did you ever have like any other like regular type gigs where you had to work like underneath like a supervisor or something like that? Oh yeah, before I had plenty of desk jobs before the deli. Like, I was I worked in retail. I worked at Game Crazy, which is like GameStop. Oh. I don't know if everybody remembers Hollywood Video. I was a store manager for Game Crazy when I first was in college, and then I got out of college and I worked for Geico, and I was a like basically like a report division and then uh what else did I, I worked at lillian vernon which is internet marketing manager so yeah i have plenty of desk jobs oh, okay i didn't know that that's cool yeah wow jake was at uh um what's the place you was at I, yeah and, and a claims adjuster <laughs> no I was not claims <laughs> that's like everybody first gig out of college is like with geico <laughs> state farm I actually, got, I actually got let go from that job no really what yeah. happened well, every single, I've been working since I've been like 13 years old because my dad was one of those people who's like, you're going to start working during yeah. the summers and all that type of stuff. And I had f full-time jobs even when I was in college. 
Whereas salary, you worked your hours and that type, like, you know, that's the thing is you got your hours and you got your hours in. So I went to Geico just thinking the same thing. And there was an online, you got to check, you got to sign your hour card every single week. And it was, you know, eight to five, eight to five, eight to five or eight to five thirty, whatever it was. But, you know, sometimes, most of the times I'd work longer on Tuesdays and Thursdays and then leave Friday at like two just because I wanted a shorter Friday. And after about six months of doing that, they called me into the actual presidents of that division's office, and they let me go for gross misconduct for lying about my time card. Oh, How that's that? see, that's what they do to you in corporate. That's not right. They knew you was doing that all along. They just waited for that. And moment. I was work, and I was working like forty-seven hours a week. I was doing the same thing, like working more than I even needed to. And it was like because my time card. And there's a little the blurb at the bottom that says if you know you're signing that these are the times you worked. I never thought anything of it. And yeah, that's what happened. Oh, that's that's a. A technicality they got the all-in kid on. Yeah. Rules are rules. Man, that's not a good look right there. I used to, my first job was at the Bronx Zoo. I used to uh, work in the cafeteria at the Bronx really? Zoo. Yeah, at the Bronx Zoo, I used to work in the cafeteria. Used to be like, it was like a, you know, like a child line. And I would be over there, you know, helping people. They were like, I was like, you want ch- chicken? <laughs> you know, <laughs> tenders or, you know, whatever. And that was my first gig working. Then I used to have to bust tables, too. And it was kind of embarrassing a little bit, to be honest with you, when you were busting tables. Because, you know, teenage boy, you feel what I'm saying? It'd be some teenage girls in there, and then you'd be busting tables. It's not really the coolest. It's not the, it's not the best look, man. <laughs> you weren't getting a lot of numbers back then. No, 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 fantasy executive. It took me a while to, to get rolling. I used to work for Greyhound. I was a waiter, too. Oh, I never did that. I, I, I always knew I, I, I didn't have the patience Outback. for that. Oh, at Outback. Oh, really? Oh, so you yeah. had the uh, discount to get, like, the whole family. <laughs> I put on a few pounds that year at college. Because yeah. it, was 50, it was 50% off. You want to talk about getting a steak for six bucks? And all, yeah, that was, yeah. That, was a good, that was a good year. It's, it's in the same family as uh, Bonefish Grill and a, a friend yep. of mine. That wasn't was, around. Then. Yeah, exactly. So it's in the same family. So I've had some Bonefish Grill meals. All right, so let's get to some more important stuff before they get me out of here. All right, Matt, I'm getting ready to start the playoff one and done. Baron Davis? What about B. Did Diddy? You see, this? you see who he's dating? He's got that lady, right? That's one from Star Wars with yeah. the purple hair. How did that happen? You can't, I, I cannot no think of like any other combination. You find Laura Dern attractive? She's not my thing. You know not what I'm saying? I mean, but, you know, a lot like of people like her. And he's, only, he's not even 40 yet. How old is she? She's 50. He she, got a cougar. She did wild that heart with Nicolas Cage back in like yeah. you know, late 80s, early 90s. I'm trying to think. I don't. This is the weirdest combination. Bruce Stern's daughter. You, I, I didn't know that. This is the weirdest combination of dating. <laughs> a, a washed up NBAer who's like not in the media or nothing. He's just like a dude right now. And then this and then this woman. And I'm like, how did how did they meet? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I just, like that's it's just not like it's just a weird connection. Like anytime, like it's that big age gap, and it's just Baron Davis. Like I, I thought he was with somebody this entire time. Anyway, it's just it's weird. It is weird because like I wonder if they met on Tinder. Like was she scrolling through <laughs> and was like. Baron Davis. I'm gonna say yes. Celebrity <laughs> tender. I'm gonna say ChristianMingle.com. It could have been Christian Mingle. Swipe right and you. They, they matched Baron. She swiped right on Baron Davis. I would have been like, you know, I never did the tender thing. I, I tried it one time. I was swiping right on everybody just to see if anything would you know, hit. He's a huge tender. You know, Mike Podhorzer from Fancrafts. Really. That's yeah, wild. Yeah. So I, I would just, love to see him. He swipes right on everybody, and then he looks at him once it matches, and then decides. So because he just saves time, so he'll just sit there and just keep swiping and swiping and swiping and swiping until they're all gone. That's not a bad idea. 
you got to. It's actually <laughs> you, you gotta fill you gotta fill the the player pool and see what comes back to you. So we just kill that one, right? So hopefully we're all Florio back. Florio just killed that one. <laughs> so hopefully we're all back when we uh when we come back from break. But now we're not ready for Gabe yet. We really will talk playoff football when we come back. <laughs> have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Shout out to um the 18. DMX. I'll get to that, Jake. Shout out to the 18 NFL Hall of Fame finalists. And this is DMX. Where my dog's at? DMX is an interesting dude, yo. What happened to him? He's, he's probably cracked out somewhere, Jake. <laughs> Unfortunately. Florio said he probably did in you know, jail. Did, I, I, so Florio, did you know? that was... <laughs> did you know when he was originally like at his peak? So he said that he wouldn't ever say GD in raps because he was Christian? Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. He, you be hearing like sometimes in interludes, he be praying and stuff like that. He yeah. struggled with uh, substance abuse, right? He made some good music, at, but he was the, the connection to the dog was a little bit too much for me. But then he moved to Arizona where you can like carry guns legally. You can't do that in the Bronx. <laughs> can't do that in the Bronx. And then he was going to get in a lot of trouble out of there. And then, and then uh, he kept getting like arrested for like substance abuse and stuff like that. Yeah, Florio just tells me in my ear he's facing a lot of jail time, so. Um, Again? Yeah. It's the system, Jake. It's the system. <laughs> it's, the system. <laughs> it's the system. It's the crooked he, criminal justice he's, system, he's Jake. He's up there with uh, Capone and Noriega? Nah, you know what? Noriega is the man now. Noriega has a program called Drink Champs. You need to check it out. It's very good. It does. Really? Yeah, it's very good. Noriega's a member of the media now. Look up Drink Champs. Oh, it's wow. very interesting. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. All I remember is when he came out with the one album like after I got out of college, and it was one that was like all from where he was from instead of like regular rap. I was so disappointed when I bought it. He's had some you know, classics. Talk, you know what I'm talking about? Is, was, is, is he Puerto Rican or Colombian or something like that? He's from Queens. So I think he's, I think I he's know, but some like of everything. Like no, I think it's, I yeah. think it's Puerto Rico. Yeah. So. But you know the album we're talking about, right? Where it was like the second one. Like, what is this? Yeah, no, the third one. The third one. Was it the one with Super Thug on it? No, no, no. After that. Oh, I don't remember. After that, it's, he kind of fell well, off to me after that's that. That's why. That's he, why. He, he, would have a, he would have a hit every now and then. So shout out to Capone and Noriega. I don't know where uh, Capone is. It's probably in Slammer. <laughs> it's the system, man. <laughs> Let me Keep tell you. Man yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. Still a little bit congested because it's been Lambeau feeling here but it actually feel alright today oh Ted, everybody asked about Ted Finn we uh we put Ted Finn down this morning we had the burial um I put him in a red solo cup because these dudes I came into work this morning and Ted Ted was still in the damn water on the fourth floor I'm what? like why is Ted still hanging out here y'all so busy down here that nobody could grab a red solo cup and take Ted to a proper burial 
head should have rolled. for the water to freeze? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ted was, could have a display. It was bad shape, y'all. It was bad shape. When I came in this morning, Ted was turned upside down. All his color was gone. And I was like, listen, we don't have to treat Ted like this. It's not a souvenir. So I went and got a red Solo cup, and I scooped Ted up out of there. And then I took him to the second stall. <laughs> you, you see what somebody did to the picture, right? Yeah, I saw what somebody did to the picture. That wasn't nice. <laughs> Shout out to the King Scott Angle. Did um, you see it, Matt? No, I have not seen it yet. Somebody did oh, something to the picture. Yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll copy the link and put it in here for you. Because you were shaking your head. Like, I, here, you got to see it. It's pretty wild, Matt. They, <laughs> that's not nice. All right, so here we go. NFL Hall of Fame finalist, Steve Atwater. Safety for the Denver Broncos and New York Giants. Matt, that son of a gun to knock your block off, Steve Atwater. He could hit. Yeah, I'm still scared of him. <laughs> Up next, Jake, is Tony Baselli, one of the greatest Jacksonville Jaguars of all time. He was their tackle from 1995 to 2001. He was the best tackle in the NFL at that time. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that, I could see him. That small little head is funny. <laughs> Up next, Matt, was Isaac Bruce. He was the wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams, for the Los Angeles slash St. Louis Rams, and he played for the 49ers for a little bit, part of the greatest show on turf. He's a hell of a player. I mean, look, I, for one thing, for the NFL, for me, I kind of feel like everybody gets in at some point. Oh, really? Yeah, I, look, I, I don't even mind it. I, when, I, when, I, when I was a kid, I revered the MLB Hall of Fame. Yeah. Now I really don't care. Yes. I know every, every January, people have these heated debates. And, it's not the Vatican. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Um, Brian Dawkins. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think Bruce gets in this year. Yeah, because it might be too many other wide receivers. The wide, rece- the wide receiver is too deep. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, next up, next is Brian Dawkins. You all, you know Brian Dawkins from safety for the Philadelphia Eagles. Had a couple years stint with the Denver Broncos. Is Brian Dawkins is that the Eagle guy that's like with the Union now, or is it the other former Eagle safety that's like the Union slash NFL PA guy? Not sure. One of them is a crook. <laughs> Uh, I think I it's Troy Vincent. Troy Vincent is the one that's the crook. Yeah, it's Troy Vincent. Yeah, Brian Dawkins is another guy. Beast. Yeah, he was. He really was. I. I I would assume he's a Hall of Famer. I don't have a problem with that. Might, I mean, it, may not, it might take him a little while to get in, though. Yeah, yeah, he had a hell of a career, though. He I mean, was like, a beast. Tony Baselli, the guy's your name, and Steve Atwater. I mean, Steve Atwater was, you know, one of the most feared players at his position. He would knock your block <laughs> off, Jack. Like, he would go up against Christian Okoye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, you know. Mono y mano. Alan Fanica, the guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the New York Jets, and the Arizona Cardinals, most famously known as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's a beast also. Steve Hutchinson is up next, Jake, another offensive lineman, played for the Seahawks, the Vikings, and the Titans. Hutch is a pretty good player, too. You think Hutch is ready yet? Uh, I don't know enough about the depth of the offensive line. I just I remember him being great. I remember yeah. actually trading for him in Madden. Oh. So, yeah. You were showing up that line in Madden, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Ventra last night told me that he think he can be a coach. Like of a, a professional football yeah, team. After, after, after he's done rapping? After, after, <laughs> that was even my question. How'd that rap go? We didn't do no. I told okay. Chris he got to the end of the week to get a rap together to, to make up for his performance. But he told me, Richard told me that he would be like to be, if he was a head coach, he would build a strong O-line, a strong D-line, and he would uh for his his he would be his teams would play great defense and they would be and they would pound the rock and I'm like Chris that's everybody wants to do that Chris <laughs> you just can't say that's going to be your 
coaching staff. And I would have a quarterback as good as Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. He said he would go get Jimmy G. I think I see him more as like a bullpen coach in baseball. Oh, Wasn't yeah. He, a closer he was in, a closer uh, at JV. JV. He was a JV closer for Zavarian High School in Brooklyn, New York. Um, up next is Joe Jacoby, the longtime hog. I would have figured Jacoby would have been in by now, but being that he's not, Jake, I don't see him getting in. Mm, yeah, I can see that. He's one of those later ones that they have. So it's just to Matt's point, it's like you kind of miss, and then all of a sudden they have that second thing that goes around like 20 years later where half yeah. to get it again anyway. Yeah, that, that is the point that you made. So, Joe Jacoby. Now, up next, uh, this is one right here. This guy right here should get in. This is this is more our era. This is the fantasy era. This is Edron James, obviously running back, the great running back from the Indianapolis Colts, University of Miami. Also played for the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Shout out to Dade County. Edron James should be in the Hall of Fame, Jake. And you forgot one. He played locally here. He won a championship. Where? With the local that that sidebar league that they had for a little while, I actually went and saw them play. Really? And I saw them win the championship. Yeah, there was a what was it? The, the one that used to coach for the Redskins a long time ago was actually the coach. Um, I got to look it up. Not now. Joe Gibbs. I can't remember. No, Joe Gibbs no, got the NASCAR thing on lock now. Maybe it was the Broncos coach a long time. It was the Broncos coach that had the son, not Shanahan, the other one. Kubiak? No, I'll, no, I'll, I'll I know who he's talking about. Um, yeah, see, uh, who the wait. heck is it? Broncos. I'll find it out. I'll, okay, I'll cool. find it out. Up next, I think Edwin James should go in. Edwin James was a dynamic football player. Him, Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, that whole that whole crew out there. Shout out to Edwin James, Dade County, uh, keep it 100, uh, Edwin James. Uh, he, why did he went and played? Wait a minute. He went and played semi-pro after he got out yeah. the NFL? Yeah, it was another. It was, I watched him. Right. I got trying to find what it was. I can't remember what it's called, though. Wow. How many, I, mean, and I got really terrible seats because it played at a soccer stadium. And I bought some tickets off uh, Craigslist, and yeah. I was like, ooh, these are on the 50-yard line of the second row, <laughs> not realizing it's soccer stadium. So I was right behind the players, yeah. and because you're not elevated, yeah. I was sitting the entire game going like this. Looking like, over the, pl- the players, try, try, like I couldn't see half the game. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. NFL Hall of Famer Edwin James played for the Norfolk Tide. <laughs> no, not the Norfolk Tide. Yeah, I, I, hold up. Wait a minute. How many kids Edwin James got? Why was he still trying to get money at that point in his career that he had to go play on, on the soccer stadium? I got to think he was like, helping a friend out or something. I don't know. Wow, that's crazy. Ty Law is up next. He's a, a, a semifinalist. Ty Law, obviously the great New England Patriot cornerback, also has stints with the Jets, the Bills, and the Denver Broncos. Up next... A, a a man once revered by me, uh, he is Reverend Ray. He could be the mayor of the well, could have been the mayor of the city of Baltimore. But now, yes, Baltimore Raven linebacker Ray Lewis is Ray Lewis a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes, he's a first ballot. He probably could still be the mayor of Baltimore considering everything. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one, Matt. Took a shot at Baltimore just now. <laughs> um, I mean, Ray Lewis is not. He's on the. Ray Lewis might have CTE. Y'all. I hope he doesn't. Jake Ray Lewis, first ballot guy, right? He was just like a beast. Uh, yeah, he, he and he might take care of somebody if he doesn't get in. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> why are we going into the past? Uh, so they still can't find Marty that white suit. He stopped wearing white suits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was Marty Schottheimer was the coach. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, shout out to Marty. He's uh, he's struggling right now. He's oh, no. The, he has, like, Alzheimer's and oh, stuff. Oh, no. Sorry you know. to hear that. Shout out to Marty Schottenheimer. John Lynch is up next. He uh, obviously from the September Buccaneers and the Denver Broncos. Kevin Mawai from the Tennessee Titans. Randy Moss. First time on the ballot, Jake. Randy Moss is a beast. I don't know if he gets in on the first ballot. He wait, should. Wait, you don't know if he gets in the first ballot. Terrell Owens didn't get on the first ballot. I, I don't care. For me, yeah, it's Jerry yeah, Rice it, and then Randy Moss. 
Yeah, if he doesn't get 100%, should be the question. Wait a minute, y'all. How can you put Randy Moss on the first ballot when Terrell Owens has better numbers than Randy Moss? I mean, I don't care about numbers. I and mean, if you go back to the early 90s, look at like Andre yeah. Reid, look at the numbers wide receivers used to put up for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, Randy Moss, to me, like I said, there's Jerry Rice and then there's Randy Moss. I think it's Jerry Rice, then it's T.O., then it's Randy Moss. Randy Moss was an athletic freak, don't get me wrong, but T.O. was, he went and got that money every Sunday. T.O. was, a, when he was a Bengal, T.O. was still putting up numbers. T.O. could probably play now. He takes his body as a shrine. He's, <laughs> his body's a shrine. He's not one of those um, new year, new me guys. He get in that gym every year, T.O., I think he can still play now. Randy Moss and Terrell Owens, also finalists. Brian Erlacher, Everson Walls, one of my favorite players of all time. He's a legendary cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. He probably will not get in, though, because like, the time is kind of passing. It's better cornerbacks than Everson Walls. Right. I got an update. I made a mistake for it. I'll tell you when I'm back. I mean, I got an update. We also got Gabe Morrissey coming up. Going to talk a little Bills Mafia. If you've been thrown through a table, 844-843-6879. <laughs> If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. I wonder if I wonder if Gabe Morrissey is a is a is a is a naughty by nature guy. OPP. It's not OPP though. He got his band back together. Gabe, he certainly does. About to bring Gabe on the program. Before we get to Gabe though, y'all remember the catch the catch me outside girl from earlier part of two thousand? Like you know people that got it done in twenty seventeen. The, the catch me outside girl was a got it done in 2017 now listen the whole thing was disgusting and disrespectful and and you know i'm a parent i don't want to see somebody on dr phil acting crazy do you know the cash me outside girl made a million dollars in 2017 i have no idea who that is it was this girl she was on dr phil she might have been 13 14 years old she was disrespecting her mother you know what i'm saying she was talking trash to her moms and then people in the audience were saying stuff to her and she was like cash me outside dan cash me outside dan you remember this gal don't you jake uh, I didn't see the entire thing, but I only know about it because everybody was talking about it. Yeah, it was Cash Me Outside Girl made a million dollars this year. We got to figure it out, fellas. We got to do something Dr. right. Phil was probably all staged and stuff. She and made a she mill. Made, she made a mill off it. So shout out to her for making a millie. And she not even like 16 years old yet. And she ain't don't have no talent besides talking trash. But then again, I feel like I'm talking about myself because somebody would say that I really don't have no talent besides talking trash either. Let's go out to the telephone lines and get to another big-time trash talker. I want to give him a shout-out and the congratulations. My man Gabe Morrissey, member of Bills Mafia from the North America side in Toronto. Me and Gabe hung out at a Bills game this year, and I absolutely fell in love with Bills Mafia this year because they got some nice co-eds. And they set people on fire in the parking lot. And I'm just amazed by this. My man Gabe Morrissey from right here on FNTSY. He's coming up at noon with Red Heat and Rage. Gabe, congratulations, my man, and happy new year. Hey, same to you uh, guys. And, uh, yeah, you know what? A lot of a lot of Bills fans are asking me, Corey. So, Morant's here. Going to the game. Florio was just asking me. 
I said, dude, last time I went to a Bills game, we lost by 18 points and lost three games in a row after. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm not exactly like the good luck charm uh, for the Buffalo Bills. But yeah, we had a great time that night, uh, Corey. Fortunately, I don't remember yeah. much of the second half of that game. Don't worry about and it. That is probably a good thing. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> as far as the uh, as far as the, the catch me outside girl, just one of many things is wrong about society, dude. Like I'm I'm excited about the Bills, not just the presses. Me, I knew she had like 10 million followers on Instagram. Yep. I didn't realize she actually was able to monetize this and make a million bucks. There's some like struggling in Earth right now, stuck in like the Lincoln Tunnel and like a, in a Kia. She's making like 32k a year. <laughs> You've got this little skank making a million dollars. Just you know, I realized I started. You know, I'm a religious man, but I started to question my faith and whether there's a God when Jeffrey Loria won a World Series. <laughs> and now, now with this, I'm like, dear God, this this is what it's come to. You know, this is this is what it's come to. But you know what? I'm fired up, fired up for the playoffs uh, this weekend. I think there's going to be a lot of upsets. It's been a pretty anticlimactic NFL season for the most part. I think the Bills fans and the Bills mafia, as you stated, Corey, add a little flavor uh, to the playoffs. And I tell you what, if it's not a good sign, man, for the Buffalo Bills, it freaking snow. In Jacksonville yesterday, man. How about that? It's snowing in Tallahassee yeah, right now. How about that? Meet me outside. How about that? It's snowing in Tallahassee right now, too, Gabe. So it's all coming to an end. So hopefully we get to see Bill's Mafia out there in uh in Jacksonville this weekend, throwing each other through tables and setting people on fire. All in kid, you know you know Gabe, don't you? Oh yeah, we do good. Yeah, you know, I got, I'm doing this my sixteenth anniversary. It's my sixteenth anniversary of uh, sports rage, actually, this Friday night. I'm gonna be in Vancouver. A lot of people are encouraging me to, uh, you know, you're going to go through a table, you're going to break something in honor of uh, the Bills making the playoffs. And I told them, right, it doesn't take the Bills making the playoffs for me to break something. So <laughs> I'm in. But as far as the game is concerned, I, I legitimately think the Bills can go in here and beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's no reason why they can't. Blake Bortles is, is remembering that he's Blake Bortles again. You know, like, I, I don't know what the fairy tale is. Which one is it when the dude, the prince, turns back into the frog? You know, you that's guys are all parents, so <laughs> which one is that? I said, that's not a thing. That's not a thing, Gabe. It doesn't turn back into a frog. <laughs> yeah, it is a thing. Or the guy, yeah, what do you mean? Oh, no. It's the, the no, no, frog that's, turns into the prince, you, right? You're talking about, like, Cinderella when the clock strikes midnight and everything turns back to that. that maybe that's what you're thinking of. No, no, come on, Jake. Come on. I mean, you would know a fairy tale, Jake. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, uh, you know what it is? The, the, the frog turns into a prince. That, right. That's what it is. I think it but might be Snow to White. He's turn back, it, it's Cinderella. You're trying to say he's going to turn back into a pumpkin. That's what you're trying to say. No, I'm saying that he's a frog. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Pumpkins are right because pumpkins get smashed. All right? well, he's right, got hold five interceptions in the last two weeks. Let he's let got five interceptions in the last two weeks. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette couldn't get through an SEC season, okay? And you look at Leonard Fournette right now, Mr. I average 2.4 yards a carry, 2.1 here, 2.7 there. He's rushed for more than 69 yards twice in the last seven weeks. Everyone's worried about Shady McCoy's health. It's not like Leonard Fournette's 100% healthy. And quite frankly, yeah, Leonard Fournette's a good back. 
There's you know, always a better running back. People talk about the, uh, the Gabe, Gabe, you, Gabe you're, breaking up, you're breaking up real bad, Gabe. Are you in a bad location right now? Are you in the basement somewhere, Gabe? What's going on with you? No, I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a beautiful location right now. Here, we'll, we'll hang up, call me right back. Yeah. I gotta be honest, it's been choppy the whole time. I thought it was on you guys. I don't think it's ever, I mean, we got, like, we got the dude, uh, George, downstairs, so... I, I, so, all right, that was weird. <laughs> it was weird a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're chopping out right now. Give me a call right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get back. We'll get. We'll get back with Gabe. All right, just take a breath first. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, let's talk about Leonard Fournette. Gabe did bring up some interesting points about Leonard Fournette. I mean, he did the Bills run defense a little suspect ever since that trade with Jacksonville. You know, I'm being kind that I think the Bills could cover. I don't know about the Bills going for the upset. I mean, McCoy needs to be, you know, be as close to 100% as possible for this team to do it. That's secondary. I don't care how it's played in the last couple of weeks. You, you put that, who, who did that? Kelvin Benjamin, who's pretty much has a torn uh, MCL or whatever he's got back there. Charles Clay is a guy that I think will we'll see a lot of receptions and stuff, but it's a tall task for the Bills. The fact that they have uh, Bortles gives them a fighting chance, but I'm not. I'm going to enjoy the game. Okay, put it like that, Jake. Is there any way that you see the Buffalo Bills coming out of the situation with a W this weekend? No, I don't see it anyway. But I also got breaking news at the same time. So in Rapport saying that John Gruden told ESPN, good chance he's going to accept the job, but there's no ownership stake. So that's out the window. All that talk is apparently not happening. Awesome. And. LaShawn McCoy's day-to-day, by the way. LaShawn McCoy's day-to-day will likely be a game-time decision. Uh, Jake, when we get Gabe back up, it'll be, we'll go back and we'll get into our regular question, accent, rotation. Uh, Gabe, are you back with us? Yes, sir. I think we're, I think we're clear right now, Jeff. I, I love there it. There we go. It sounds good. There, there you go. go, Jake. All right. So, Gabe, I want to go back. You said you expect a lot of upsets. So my question to you is, were you saying upsets outright, or are you talking about against the spread since everything's 6, 8, and 9 this week? Yeah, I think I actually literally believe the only the only underdog I don't think is going to win the game outright. Or I'm not I'm not calling three upset outright locks, uh, but I think that you know I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to lose on their home field. But as far as the Rams are concerned, I like the Atlanta Falcons plus the points, and I like the Atlanta Falcons to to win this football game uh, as well. You know they have Super Bowl experience. The Rams have never been there before. This is Jared Goff's first playoff game. This is Sammy Watkins' first playoff game. This is, you know, the Rams' defense first playoff game. And, you know, the Atlanta Falcons went 6-2 and two down the stretch, guys. We can talk about their offense not being as explosive as it was last year. No, it isn't. Uh, but they were an 11-5 and five team last year. They're an 10-6 team this year. Sarkeesian has started to figure it out a bit. Matt Ryan just hasn't been as accurate. It's not really all on Sarkeesian, but the Falcons' defense is better than it was uh, last year. They're a confident football team. I don't think and I think they have a perfect matchup in perfect weather in Los Angeles against a team that doesn't really have a distinct home field advantage. It's not like Atlanta's going in a nasty weather or anything like that. And if, if the Rams want to get into a track meet, it's not like the Falcons can't trade points uh, with them. I'm calling the upset special in that football game. I think the Atlanta Falcons will advance and move on in the playoffs. As far as the Buffalo Bills are concerned, I can't, and I, you know, I'm kind of taking it personal. So many people are like, oh, the Bills can't do this. They don't have a chance that. And I, uh, I'm like, you know who they're playing? And, you know, um, as, as I was, you know, we were a little choppy there before. I was bringing up uh, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette couldn't get through a full SEC season, guys. Now we're, you know, Leonard Fournette's never played 
watched uh, 18 football games in his life. Well, he didn't play 18 games this year either. So Leonard Fournette has definitely hit a wall. He's only surpassed. And I don't have to tell you guys this. You're all numbers, guys. You know, how many times has he surpassed 69 yards in the last seven weeks? Twice. You know, how's that average uh, you know, yards per carry looking over the last seven weeks? Not too good. You know, um, how's, how's Blake Bortles looking? I mean, Blake Bortles was terrible two weeks ago. They played their starters in a game that didn't matter so they get their confidence back, and they lost again. Bortles threw five picks in the last two weeks. He doesn't scare me. And as far as, yeah, the Jacks' defense is great. Their secondary is great. But I have faith in Tyrod Taylor that he can make a play here, he can make a play there, that the Buffalo Bill defense can come up with a turnover or two, that Blake Bortles will turn the ball over. Doug Marone's never been in this spot before. I think I think uh, McDermott's a better coach than, than Doug Marone is. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are a very undisciplined team. It's, and I love the fact that it's bad weather right now, the fact that it's actually snowing. It's not going to be snowing on Sunday, and it's going to warm up a bit. But it's still going to be unseasonably cool. I just think everything's falling into place for the Buffalo Bills here. Listen, nine points is way too high. This is going to be a low-scoring football game, and the Jags aren't going to drill them. Um, I think right, the Buffalo me, Bills hey, take Gabe, this one out of the wire. Gabe, let me hop in here. We're getting ready to head out to the break. When we come back, I want to bring fellow member of Bills Mafia, Matt Medica in, and y'all can celebrate that, and we continue to wrap up the hour with you right here. So we got the Sports Rage, at Sports Rage on Twitter, the host of Red Heat and Rage, my man Gabe Morrissey. So there you go right there. It's going down. You might want to listen to it as we get ready to conclude. We got two members of Bill's Mafia getting ready to power bomb each other through the tables. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY. Playing Daily Fantasy Basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. Getting ready to shut down the first hour of the program, hollering at my guy, Gabe Morrency, Morency, something like that. Bill's Mafia, stand up. Shout out to everybody coming through the tunnel in that Kia. <laughs> that introduction to womanhood call. <laughs> Matt Matika, my man. Hey, uh, yeah, Gabe, I mean, I'm extremely excited. I mentioned earlier on Roto Experts uh, yesterday that the last time the Bills made the playoffs, I did not even know my wife, and I've been married for 15 years. The last time I did a homicide uh, concert in Montreal was 2000, (laughs) which is the last time the Bills made the playoffs. So it took me to reunite the band to happen. (laughs) It actually had hair. It was a long time ago. I had long, I had, I had shoulder length hair. I was in a metal band at the time, and you know, the last time the Bills were in the playoffs, I didn't even have a radio show yet. Started a radio show in two thousand two. So you are the good luck charm, Gabe. I'm happy to hear that the band is back together. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. We got the band back together, but you got the band back together. So the Bills are back in the playoffs. You know, I'm always looking for the positive spin. I see right now Twitter's blowing up because LaShawn McCoy is not practicing today. 
And oh boy, he's not practicing. Yeah, I know because he does. He needs he needs that practice, guys, to learn the playbook. He really doesn't understand, you know, the system yet. You know, this isn't about practicing right now for LaShawn McCoy. This is about LaShawn McCoy being ready uh, for Sunday. The Bills catch a break that they get an extra day that they're not playing on Saturday. I'm shocked that they didn't get the crap-ass uh, time slot that the Chiefs and the Titans get out of the gate. Uh, but as far as LaShawn McCoy is concerned, listen, I don't think the guy's tweeting yesterday, him driving around Buffalo talking about how blessed he is and about the grind and about how he's putting hard work in. If he's not playing. I prefer if Sean McDermott would be less transparent and just shut up. If you're an NFL coach and somebody asks you, what's the status of your star running back? You don't have to answer them. (laughs) I don't understand this. Why don't these guys just emulate Belichick more? Oh, you know, he's going to play. Like McDermott's like, well, he's going to play, but he won't be 100%. Just shut up, coach, man. Just shut your mouth. And, you know, one last thing. I want to talk about the other games, too. But one last thing. I do love the Bills plus the points. Are they going to win the game outright? Listen, I think they can. But I do think nine points is way too high. As long as Sean McDermott today in his press conference in a couple hours doesn't announce that he thinks Nate Peterman gives him a better chance to win. (laughs) Other than that, I think we can get this done. Uh, Gabe, you're definitely more positive than me. I Look, I never believed in this team early on. Late after they started winning enough games, I was like, well, now we got to make the playoffs. And the Sunday night was a dark spot for about, you know, 15, 20 minutes where it didn't look good. And then, hallelujah, it happened. I do like the points. I like the points for most of the teams. Uh, I, I think New Orleans is the one favorite I like the best, even though I could see Cam winning that game, which is kind of crazy. Well, you know, I brought up the Falcons and the Falcons postseason experience. And I, I do like the Falcons a lot plus the points. I, and an upset. I think the Rams are going to crack, similar to the Jags. These teams aren't ready for prime time yet. Uh, as far as the Panthers and the Saints, I think to me, I have an opinion on the other games. I think KC's going to probably win by about 10 to 14 points. I think the I think the, the Falcons and the Rams get a really entertaining, fun game, probably higher scoring, totals only 48, should go over the number. And I think the Falcons will outlast them. Maybe we'll have a fun 34-31 playoff classic or something like that. I think the Bills can survive. You know, low scoring, Stephen Hoshka's the difference, Her big Bortles fumbles when he gets sacked, Bills winning 16-14 type deal. And to lead into the Carolina game, is there a more unpredictable quarterback and team and offense then in the National Football League than Cam Newton? Yep, there you go. Hey, Gabe, we're getting ready to hit the top of the hour. Make sure you tune back in today at noon Eastern time. Red Heat but and Rage. the points plus seven. There you go right there. Give him the points plus seven. Gabe, good looking out, my man. I'm sending everybody back to check in on you at noon. Red Heat and Rage. Fancy Football Frenzy Hour number two coming up 